welcome to my library. Welcome to a, another episode. Um, today I'm going to be talking about um, Sarah J. Moss. This is going to be a reader's guide to her books and um, how I would recommend you read them and all of that stuff. Um, at the end, I will talk about some fan theories and the future of SJM. So don't worry about being spoiled. I will let you know if it's going to be spoiled. So fair warning if you haven't read all of her books yet. Um, okay, so let's get started. First, what I'm currently reading. I'm currently reading Magnolia Parks by Jessa Hastings. This is basically Gossip Girl set in England. It's very rich young adults. They're like in their early 20s, so a little older than Gossip Girl, but yeah. Um, basically, it's about a toxic relationship between the two main characters, Magnolia and BJ, and I really like it so far. The writing style took me a while to get used to, and... I heard somebody say to read this book in a British accent in your head and then it'll flow a lot better, which is true and it did help me just because of the way that British people talk. It's different from how Americans talk, so that was helpful and I am really enjoying it. I love Gossip Girl, so anything that is similar uh, is just right up my alley. Okay, so let's just get straight into it on today's topic. So Sarah J. Mass is the author of 15 fantasy books, all ranging from YA to adult. There are three separate series that she has written. The first is Throne of Glass, which has eight books. This is YA fantasy, young adult. And then she wrote A Court of Thorns and Roses, which has five books and is still ongoing. And her latest series, Crescent City, that has two books out so far. And the third one is coming out hopefully sooner rather than later. These last two series are more adult, though A Court of Thorns and Roses started out as YA, but I, it's being morphed into more adult and you'd find it in the adult fantasy section next to Crescent City whereas if you want to look for Throne of Glass that'll be in the young adult fantasy so yeah um, 15 books three different series you're probably thinking Brittany these are a lot of books these books are gigantic how do I even read these well, firstly, you read with your eyes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's why I'm here to tell you. So, yeah, a little backstory on how I found Sarah J. Mass. Um, I was, it was deep 2020 quarantine, and I was bored, wanted to get back into reading, but I didn't know what I wanted to read. And I wanted to try fantasy out because it was a popular series or it was a popular genre, especially during quarantine, I feel like, and Crescent City had just come out, 
Um, and I kept seeing it on my Instagram everywhere. So I picked it up and I told myself that if I didn't like it after the first 100 pages, then I wouldn't make myself finish it. And that's what happened. I read the first 100 pages, set it down because I was very confused and the world building was a lot. Um, but I kept seeing it everywhere with raving reviews. And I also saw Akatar being super popular too. Akatar is a short way to say a court of thorns and roses. So anyway, I tried again and I read the rest of the book in two days. And it was one of my favorite books from that year. And I thought to myself that if I liked this book so much, then, and Akatar is even more popular, then I should read that too. And then I read Akatar, I read the whole series in like a month, and um, I'm obsessed. I have a sticker on my car. I've read one of the books like three times. And at the beginning of this year, I read Throne of Glass, and I love that series so much. But I love it in a different way than I love A Court of Thorns and Roses. It just has such a special place in my heart because of just the the characters and the character development and the way that it just progresses through this whole eight book series of what it started out to be to what it ended up being and it has some of the greatest plot twists and that I've ever read um so saying all of that I would not recommend you read Sarah J Mass's books in the order that I read them this is how I would recommend you get into her books First, I would read uh, the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. There are five books. The fourth one is a novella, which is a book that's like less than 250 pages. Um, I think that's what makes it a novella. Um, And people will tell you that this book doesn't really matter, but don't skip it because it does matter. And the ending of the book leads straight into the fifth book, which is from another character's perspective. Um, But I would recommend you read this first because it gives you a good sense of how Sarah J. Mass builds her worlds and magic systems and how she creates characters and does character development. Plus, it's like great um, plot twists and... The last 100 pages of each of her books are just insane. Um, but I think that if you're getting into Sarah J. Mass or even fantasy books in general to start with A Court of Thorns and Roses because it is just objectively just good storytelling. Um, but yeah, let me vaguely describe the plot of A Court of Thorns and Roses. So in this world, there are human lands and then the fey lands called Prithian. And there was like a war between um, the fey lands and the human lands um, like a a thousand years ago or something. I don't know. Um, But ever since the war ended, they've created this treaty that um, 
basically the fae can't cross into the human lands and the humans can't cross into the fae lands and it's separated by an invisible like magic wall and um but it's rumored that there are holes within the wall that have like been created by the past years and they um sometimes a fae will slip through the walls or like another another creature will slip through and but the fae will slip through as an animal and that's how they can get through um but anyways Feyre is the main character she's out hunting for her starving family she's and her family are basically like starving peasants in a shack in the middle of the woods and her family is like on the brink of starving to death every single day um but she has two sisters and a father this is basically like a beauty and the beast retelling um but she kills a wolf out in the forest and she thinks that it might be a fae which she's not allowed to kill but she does it anyway because she can sell the hide and she also finds a deer so she sells the wolf skin for money and then later that night a big beast comes and demands atonement for breaking the treaty and makes Feyre come to live in Prithian with him and um, his name is Tamlin and there's a curse on the Fae lands so Tamlin can turn back into like his Fae self basically he looks like like an elf like he has pointed ears but other than that he looks like a human um but she sees everyone in this fey world with a masquerade mask that they can't take off and it's because of this curse that was put on them and we all know how beauty and the beast goes um but the last 100 pages are crazy and this book is pretty much like just the prologue for the rest of the series. The second book is even better and more amazing and it just gets better and better with every book that you read. And then the last book, it changes a to another character's perspective and it's just amazing. After you finish the series and you're broken, after you heal and mourn, I would recommend you jump into Throne of Glass next. This is an eight book series, so you'll have plenty of time again to get to know and love the characters in the world. Um, but with this series, there is a conflicting recommendation on which order you read the books in. So this is what I would recommend. You start with Throne of Glass, which is book one. Um, and you can write this down if you need to. Start with Throne of Glass. Then move on to the next book in the series, which is Crown of Midnight. This is book two. And then I would recommend you read Assassin's Blade, which is the prequel to the series. The events in the Assassin's Blade lead right up to what happens in Throne of Glass. And I recommend you read it this way because... You get to know Selena, the main character in Throne of Glass. You get to see where the story is going. And you get to see how her life in Assassin's Blade um, was different. 
her in all of her glory before her downfall. And I think it's important to read the at least the first two books before you read Assassin's Blade so that you can get a good picture of how Selena has um, developed in this past whatever. Um, and it, it'll make sense. It, it's not going to be confusing or like hard to like break off from the series and go back in time. It's a good like flow and um, but it's important to read Assassin's Blade before you get to the later books because the characters that we meet in Assassin's Blade make another appearance in the later books and I think also that's why you should read Assassin's Blade after at least the second book is so that you don't forget like who these characters were when they show back up and you can you know be as excited as I was when they came back um okay so then you read books one and two and then read I guess point five because it's a prequel then you read as normal three four five um and then once you get to six and seven it's Empire of Storm and Tower of Dawn this is what I recommend these books you read at the same time so there the events that are happening in these two books are going on at the same at the same time like meaning one group of characters is in one place in empire of storm and then another group of characters are traveling somewhere else in tower of dawn at the same time i i hope that makes sense but i would recommend you tandem read them because of what happens in empire of storm you will want to go straight into the last book and find out what happens. Um, and you don't want to have to like go back in Tower of Dawn, read all of that, and then you can finally go. I suggest that you tandem read them at least. But um, a lot of some people say that Tower of Dawn isn't as a book that you can skip, but don't skip it. Is the story a little slow with a less liked character? Yes, but it's so important to the rest of the story. Um, and especially in the last book, you will be so confused if you're like, wait, what was happening here this whole time that I skipped and now I don't really know like what's going on with these characters exactly. So that's why you read it. But the theme of healing and finding your purpose is so amazing in that book it's a must read absolutely do not skip book if anything go on youtube and listen to the audio version of it and if you don't want to read um these two books at the same time read empire of storm first then tower of dawn don't read tower of dawn first because it will spoil the ending of empire of storms because they get like a letter explaining, you know, the endings. It was originally, the uh, books originally came out as Empire Storm, Tower of Dawn, and then the last book. So at least read them like in their publishing order. Don't like flip flop them and read Tower of Dawn first and then Empire Storm. Because then, you know, you'll just kind of be ruined for Empire of Storms and you don't want that um but yes then after you finish those two 
read the last book with your tissues in hand because it is one of the greatest finales ever. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite books, the last book of the series. It is so good. Okay, so here's a quick synopsis before I move on. So basically, and this is just the first book, obviously. Um, there's a lot more, but I can't just outright tell you. So, Selena Sardothian was once Adderland's most notorious assassins. No one knew her identity. No one knew if she was a she, how old she was, who she was. She was known as Adderland's assassin. And after being betrayed by her own and slaving in the salt mines of Endovir's prison camp for a year... She has a chance to become free by becoming the prince's champion and entering a competition against other thieves and criminals um, to become the king of Adderland's personal assassin. And then she would be his assassin for a number of years and then she would be known as like free. Um, and that's the first book. That's all I want to say. Um, after you finish this whole series, you'll wonder to yourself, will I ever feel this way about a book again? Yes, because there are two more SJM books that you can read. Okay, the Crescent City novels. Now, keep in mind that this is an adult series, so be aware of explicit scenes in this book it's not all about those scenes but those scenes are in the book um so just you know be aware of your limits and be at least 18 if you want to read these books just because of the adult elements that happen um okay so there's crescent city house of earth and blood that's the first one and then there's Crescent City, House of Sky and Breath. That's the second book. One is red, one is blue. Read the red one first. And for the love of everything and anything, do not read the second book before you at least read A Court of Thorns and Roses. You just, you have to be able, it's how you understand what's going on. You just, just read it. Um, okay. So, if you know, you know, you know. So, anyways, the synopsis for Crescent City is basically Zootopia, but with fae, fallen angels, sprites, mermen, werewolves, other mystical beings. Um, and whereas in SJM's other series, there's not a like modern element of technology and like social media and stuff like that and this series there is like it's modern times but it's all very fantastical so basically the main character is Bryce she is half human half fae living and working in the city I think this city is called Midingard I can't really remember but she, she becomes like a victim of this horrible crime and um, a couple of years ago. And then 
couple of years pass and the same thing that happened to her and her friends basically happened again with somebody else and so the this um fallen angel who is whose name is hunt um is working on this case and hunt is enslaved to like the city's mayor because of a whole nother tragic backstory um but he and bryce have to work together because bryce is the one who like saw the thing happen no one else has seen it and lived and she did so hunt and bryce work together to figure out what's going on um they don't like each other but they just don't understand each other yet and but there is lies there is betrayal there is secrets amazing storytelling a story of just true friendship and that's all i'm going to give you for that Okay, if you have read all of these books, then I invite you to stay for a few more minutes for some fan theories and spoilers. If you have not read all the books, I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. This is your warning to hop out of this conversation. So, okay, spoiler time. When I read the last page of House in Sky and Breath, I screamed, cried, threw up. I was so, I'm so excited for the rest of the series. I am just so excited to see how Bryce interacts with Feyre and Nesta and the Bat Boys. And I almost think that like, Amrin is going to be a very important character in the next books because she's also from another world and I wonder if her and Bryce will have this sort of like special relationship or even if like at the end of all of this whenever if Amrin is allowed to go back to her world or if we just find anything more about Amrin because she's such a mysterious character but I wonder if Sarah knew she was going to eventually do this because even from Kingdom of Ash, there's that part where Aelin is flying through the worlds to get back to her own. And she sees Reese and Feyre, and he helps her slow down so that she can land in her world. And so, also, like, that, so, like, Kingdom of Ash and A Court of Silver Flames are happening at the same time. I wonder how much time has passed between um like the end of a court of silver flames to um a crescent city and when to when bryce like falls into their world i wonder how much time has passed and what's going on um i kind of hope they leave aelin alone just because of all that she's gone through I would love to see Manon and Dorian, even Adian, even like Lorcan and Elid. I would love to see all of them again. Um, even like Rowan. I don't know. Honestly, I would love to see Aelin, but I don't know if I want her involved in this war again. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, like, I wonder, 
how old Nyx is going to be and where he's going to be in all of this. Also, I think that Rune and Rysand are related because they look so much alike. Bryce gets Reese confused with her brother um, when she lands and sees him. And also, like, we know nothing about Reese's mother and sister other than they were killed. But what if they weren't killed? What if they found, like, a portal to another world, to Bryce's world, and then, like, fell in? And then, like, Reese's mother, or sister too, I guess, like, met Bryce's dad and then had Rune. I don't know. We also, like, we don't know Reese's last name, if he has one. He's just been, like, High Lord of the Night Court. That's, that's what his title is. I wonder if he has a last name. That would be crazy. Also, here's another thing that I just... I think Tamlin and Amarantha were mates, but I also think that maybe, like, Tamlin and Elaine might kind of, like, be involved in each other. Maybe not romantically, but I feel like Elaine would maybe go off in that direction. I think she might be a villain, just because she doesn't know how to handle her powers. Also, I think that the vision that Elaine had about Cassian, I don't think, maybe it wasn't about Cassian, maybe she was seeing Hunt, because Hunt and Cassian look very similar, so maybe she was seeing Hunt and getting it confused with Cassian, and then that wouldn't be good for Hunt, but good for Cassian, at least. Um, and I think Nesta is going to be like Aelin and be like the most powerful fae ever, even more powerful than Reese. I feel like Nesta is going to be a very important fae character in the rest of the series just because of all of her like untapped potential that she's and all the magic that she stole from the cauldron. Um, but I don't know. I'm very excited for the next book. And I might reread um, Throne of Glass soon. I just feel like I should reread it. Um, I'm trying to reread A Court of Thorns and Roses right now. I'm on book um, three just because my husband was reading it and then he stopped and so <laughs> I want to read it. Anyway, thank you for. Um, listening to this reader's guide with me. Thanks if you made it this far. I appreciate it. Um, and I will see you guys next week. It is getting into fall time. I'm very excited. So get ready for some book recommendations soon. And thanks for coming to my library. I will see you guys somewhere else. Bye.